this is Dr. Nancy O'Reilly, and you are listening to Conversations with Smart, Amazing Women. Each and every week we bring you women that are going to help you in so many aspects of your life. Your relationships, we're all about relationships. The relationship you have with yourself, your community, and those in your family and those at work, we're all about that. Your health. We talk about health. That's so very, very important. We have so many tips and ideas about how you can stay healthy. Without your health, you really, really don't have anything. So we have lots of ideas and talk to lots of smart and amazing women about your health. And, of course, your business. Your business is so very, very important. Women, fastest growing trend in the United States are women-owned businesses. And then staying fit and vital. I am all about this bucket list that I have. I want to do so many things, from bungee jumping to skydiving to everything, to mountain climbing. I want to do it all, but I have to be healthy, I have to be fit, and I have to be vital. So we're all about making sure that you stay smart and amazing and have all those tips and ideas to help you with that. But one of the things that's very, very close to my own heart is how you can make a difference in your world. So the Women Connect for Good Foundation is about helping women help other women as well, but also changing the world for better. We're going to be talking to someone today who's doing just that, Megan Hill McQueenie. Now, you've heard me talk about horses and how much I love them and my relationship and how much it has done for me. My mental health is so much better since I became involved with my horses. I love my horses. And with the horses, I meet the most extraordinary people who also love horses. And I recently attended a horse show in Arizona and met the most amazing woman. Her name is Megan Hill McQueenie, and she is doing some amazing things in the world. Megan is the president and chief operating officer of Bravehearts, therapeutic riding and educational center in Harvard, Illinois. Now, Braveheart is one of the largest equine-assisted programs in the country. It helps the greatest number of veterans and also serves hundreds of children and adults with various diagnoses such as autism, paralegic conditions, many, many physical and, and mental health conditions. I like their mission statement. It says, bringing hope, joy, and unlimited possibilities through the healing power of horses. And you know what? I know that personally. The, the horses that I have and been around have healed me. Now, Megan, besides being the president of Bravehearts, is a certified master's level instructor by PATH. PATH is Professional Association for Therapeutic Horsemanship International. She is also a PATH evaluator and a Special Olympics coach. So I'm very, very pleased to... Uh, welcome Megan Hill McQueenie to Conversations with Smart, Amazing Women. Megan, thank you so much for being with us today. Well, well thank you so much for for having me for setting this all up. Oh yeah, well, well you know when I when I, it was just a kind of one of those de- uh, predestined meetings because I'd really been talking to people about the PATH certification uh, and just really the, ho- the whole therapeutic riding program and everything, and then to run into you and on a hike and just have a chance to talk with you and then find out about Bravehearts, your program, and all the things you're doing was just completely fascinating to me. So I figured it was supposed to be 
So I figured we better talk on the radio and get more information out about this because I'm probably more excited about it than anybody. You bet. That's great. Yeah, because we both love horses and we both love what horses can do to help people. And, you know, horses have been helping people for, for, for centuries, forever. I mean, that's, that's the whole point. Well, let's talk about Braveheart because it's really it's really a neat story. And, and you know, I've read the mission and I've read how it was started. But Braveheart is a, is, a, is a fantastic program, and I'll let you explain it because, well, first, let's talk about your personal story. How did you get to be who you are, and how did you get into all this horse thing and horse love and therapeutic riding and the Special Olympics, but how did you get to be who you are? Uh, well, I started riding at a very young age. I think my dad got me started on my first pony when I was probably two or three years old. Um, I was actually, I'm actually a congenital amputee myself, so I was born without my right arm. And my dad thought that getting me riding would, uh, this is way back when in the early 70s, he knew how much I loved animals very, very young in my life, and he thought that maybe by getting me on a horse and needing to pick up reins with both hands would maybe encourage me to not only put on my prosthesis, put on my artificial arm, but also to start to use it. And when I was a child, there wasn't a lot of therapy means for for amputees and for young children who were trying to navigate on how to wear a prosthesis. And so it was something that he started me doing. And um, so I started riding, and I and I loved it, and I couldn't get enough of it. And I started competing, and. That continued um, all through elementary school and middle school and high school and college years. And um, after I graduated from school, I was introduced to a a wonderful woman who was an occupational therapist, and she was one of the original 12 people that was sent overseas to go study classical hippotherapy. And so she introduced me to this concept called hippotherapy, which was using a horse and um and and she utilized that horse in her treatment strategy. Hippo is a isn't hippo a Greek word for horse? Yes ma'am, yes it is. Uh-huh. I think that's why and it's good to know that cuz the first time I yeah. thought, heard about hippotherapy I thought, hippopotamus. What? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, no, it just basically means therapy with a horse. Yeah. And so my my first introduction was I got to see a little boy who had down syndrome. And um, she just asked me if she could borrow one of my horses, and I led the the horse for her and really wasn't sure what I was doing or what she was doing or what he was going to be doing. But from that minute when I first was introduced to this concept, and this was back in 1994, I was really taken with um, the whole transformation of what happened with this child. I watched his parents and how they responded he started signing horse, and pretty soon, not after a few few rides on this horse and working with this therapist, he, he started taking his first steps and really saw progress in this child. And so uh, from there, I, I started to really seek more information and knowledge on what hippotherapy was. And 
and I started to learn more about therapeutic riding and the differences between hippotherapy and therapeutic riding, and we can talk about the differences between them as well. Yeah. And then, um, and then started a started a program um, actually in Colorado. Started a 501c3, and it grew from there. And I get to um, to work with Bravehearts. I went on. I became a, an advanced instructor with PATH, which is our, our national organization, which is stands, the acronym stands for the Professional Association for Therapeutic Horsemanship. And then I went on and got my master certification with PATH and basically have tried to take advantage of just about everybody that I have found in the horse world that is well known in their field. You know, I grew up riding hunters and jumpers and then I got a little bit into um, cutting horses for about 15 years and have ridden a, a lot of different horses and a lot of different disciplines and have really thought that, you know, geez, horses are just such a wonderful field because you never stop learning. And, and it didn't really dawn on me that maybe my dad had been doing therapeutic riding with me all along until many years ago when I was at a fundraiser for our organization and one of my good friends came up to me and said, wow, look at what horses have done for you and isn't it neat how you can try to help other people with horses, you know, who who are, you know, have had challenges like you have. So that's a little bit about my background and I just, I'm just always overwhelmed with horses and how much they can offer people on so many different levels, different ages, different diagnoses, different reasons, emotionally, physically, cognitively. You know, it's almost like the horses just fill in the holes of of what we all have. And they really ultimately help us not only become better people, but they help us learn how to have better relationships, I think, in in all different areas of our life when when we learn how to relate to a horse. So I just feel so blessed to get to do what I love to do and, and to be around horses and to get to see how they can help people in, in such a wide variety of, of areas. Well, for me, you know, I mean, just my own personal story, I, I've just really in the last four years become truly involved with horses. I have, <laughs> I can't even count all the horses I've got. I just had a baby. I've got uh-huh. uh, I've got several horses. I've got Arabian, half Arabian horses, and now I'm looking at these hunter jumpers. But but I think I think for me personally, you know, horses coming into my life, and, and I don't think a lot of people understand that, is that you really develop this bond with them so quickly. You know, and, and I find it's funny because when I started riding and I was telling people about horses and, and riding and how great it was, you know, they would say, aren't you afraid? They're so big. Mm-hmm. They're so strong. And, and they're so scary, you know. And, it, and it's funny that most people really don't understand horses. I mean, you know, it's, uh, they're they're big they're big babies. They're wonderful animals that haven't got a clue how big they are and they wouldn't hurt you if they thought about it, but I mean, I think that's what what's so great about it and this is really such a wonderful program is that it really helps people to understand horses. And and there is a dilemma with horses in this in this world right now because there are people that kind of like animals uh, that they just I mean we've got people that are just relinquishing or abandoning ant- mm-hmm. cats and dogs well horses it's the same situation isn't it right. Megan that, absolutely that, yeah that people get involved with horses mm-hmm. and it's not quite as easy to take a 1,200 pound animal and just basically you know 
say, by the way, I just don't want this animal anymore. So when it comes into the hippo, hippotherapy and also even therapeutic riding, the wonderful thing is, is isn't there some really neat things happening between horses and people uh, in, in the respect of helping them, the horses that need help and then help people that need help as well. You know, a number of our a number of our horses are donated, and yeah, I mean, I think a lot of people obviously get animals with, you know, initially with good intentions, but obviously horses they take a a lot of care, a lot of feed. They're quite expensive, and you need to be well versed into what you're taking on when when you are taking a horse, for sure. Yeah, but the, but the neat thing is that that you really are able to now match up more and more of these horses with with people. Okay, so let's let's talk a little bit about the program because, you know, as you said, uh, you were just, you just, well, tell me again, you were just doing all these wonderful things uh, at Bravehearts and you were doing a fundraiser, but then you, you're also uh, involved with Special Olympics and, and helping to these riders as well. We are, yeah. Bravehearts is a 501c3 nonprofit organization and um, it actually, the program actually began in the fall of 2003 and really ever since then it has grown exponentially from the programs we offer to the people we serve. And we're a, quite a comprehensive program in all of the different aspects of, of our offerings. Like you mentioned, um, we've talked about earlier, we have not only hippotherapy but also therapeutic riding, which then leads into competitive riding. Um, aspects like Special Olympics, which we actually host at Bravehearts for equestrian teams to come in and to compete. And so those are riders who have a cognitive condition and they are able to compete on the horses. And it's just a wonderful venue because these are athletes that work all year long on their riding, their skills, their horsemanship, their patterns. And it is the culmination of all their hard work as well as their instructors and many times volunteers like horse leaders and sidewalkers that help this athlete be able to compete and then they're able to do that in front of a very very large crowd and you know among their peers and they compete for medals yeah and what is the difference between hippotherapy and therapeutic riding then so hippotherapy is performed by a licensed therapist so either a physical therapist an occupational therapist or a speech language pathologist and they receive special training and certification so that they can actually treat while a client is on a horse. And it's based on their focus of hippotherapy. It's based on the individual's need to improve their ability to function in their daily environment. So hippotherapy is, is truly a treatment strategy that utilizes the horse's movement as part of the the integrated intervention plan of what that therapist wants to do. So that horse, the amazing thing about horses is they provide this multi-dimensional movement. They provide a forward-to-back movement, a side-to-side movement, and then a rotational movement. And that makes them an excellent tool for really increasing, you know, a client's strength in their trunk, control of their body, balance, um, you know, midline orientation, all improving muscle tone, respiratory functions, all of these truly wonderful treatment outcomes that happen while on the back of a horse. Yeah. A therapeutic riding session, that's actually taught by 
a certified therapeutic riding instructor. Um, and so that is basically riding that horse and that student is really working on independence for sport, for recreation, for education. And, and benefits that can happen from working with an instructor while that student is riding horses, they're going to get that feeling of independence. They're going to get that feeling of responsibility, social awareness, following directions, you know, those riding and horsemanship skills, um, and, and even self-esteem. I mean, all of those are direct benefits for therapeutic riding. So both are still using the horse. It's just that one is using it more in the capacity of a, of a treatment means with a licensed therapist, whereas therapeutic riding is using that horse more for the recreational aspect of it. But those benefits still are therapeutic. Okay. It sounds like the second one's for me, the therapeutic riding. Is for <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Definitely I can have all the benefits from, from riding. But, but, the, but okay, so, so hippotherapy is used for children with, uh, okay, you, you talk about autism, uh, you talk about mm -hmm. speech difficulties, but it's been used with children with cerebral palsy. Uh, now, sure, children or adults. Adults as well can, can receive hippotherapy, you bet. Okay, so, so again, what are some of the things that uh, adults and children would be use, using hippotherapy for? Yes, it's almost like hippotherapy is really, it's the, the aspect of getting speech therapy or, or physical therapy or occupational therapy, but the tool that the therapist is using instead of maybe a ball or a treadmill or another exercise, that tool that that therapist is really using is the horse. And so they can work on facilitating a functional gait or, or giving that client, for example, you mentioned autism spectrum disorder, that sensory, sensory integration piece. When a speech therapist uses, uses the horse, obviously they're really trying to develop functional communication skills while in the back of the horse. Um, and so, you know, an OT, an occupational therapist, they might be working on some motor planning or some cognitive planning and, and sequencing and, and all of those fine motor skills as well. So that's, that all, all of that treatment approach can be done all while in the back of a horse with a licensed therapist. Yeah. So, so I know the wounded. I know you're working with the Wounded Warrior Program, which has yeah. become so so very important in our country. There's more and more veterans coming back from the from the wars and and coming back uh, with with the amputees, that, lots of amputees and so forth. But the Wounded Warrior Program has just been a wonderful program to really help re rehabilitate. And of course, horse the therapeutic. I, I guess you, then this would be the therapeutic riding program for these wounded right. warriors. And yeah, it's it's really showing a tremendous amount of success, hasn't it? With everything. Yeah, we we started working with vets in veterans in 2007, and at Bravehearts we work with a lot of the VA hospitals from Chicago all the way to Milwaukee, and we have a lot of veterans who actually come on buses to participate at Bravehearts, and then we also have a lot of veterans who come on their own to Bravehearts. And every single veteran that comes to Bravehearts, whatever they would like to do, and we can talk about our programs that we offer, but every single veteran that participates at Bravehearts all does so for free. So we don't charge any veteran anything that ever comes out of their pocket. And some of the activities that they can do while they're at the farm, you know, they can groom the horses, they can ride the horses. We do a lot of what we call foundational horsemanship 
which is basically working in a round pen, yeah, and letting a veteran and a horse um, come together. A veteran can really um, start to understand the horse's uh, behavior and how to not only make that horse move, but also make that horse follow and really start to understand the whole relationship building piece of working with a horse and how that starts with learning to, to move their feet and building that relationship with that horse. So that in the round pen work, I mean, that's really powerful stuff um, that can happen where a veteran can really start to understand what a horse is feeding off of off of us and how they actually mirror that. So let's say a veteran goes in and in the round pen and let's say they're they're very anxious that particular day and they are sending a lot of that energy. Then the horse's response in maybe to start to, to trot, to maybe able to, to try to get away from that sense of anxiety. And so we work with that veteran to, you know, bring down their energy levels, to quiet themselves, to to find a good place where they work on their breathing and softening their eyes. And, and you can actually just see that horse, you know, start to slow its pace down. And eventually, as that veteran is ready, to, when that veteran is ready to invite that horse into the middle of the round pen, that horse will come. And that all comes from you know, that person in the round pen and what signs they're sending that horse. So we work a lot in the round pen on how to become a, a quiet leader and how to work on relationships and maybe what we're sending the outside world and we're just not even aware of, of that. Um, wow. So the round pen is a really neat um, activity and program that we do. We do a lot of, um, with our veterans and vet families, we do um, camps for some of the children of vets, and we do retreats with families and with individuals. We also do carriage driving. We even have a sleigh and a Clydesdale that that um, that that pull through the snow in, in our beautiful midwestern winters that we have. We do. We have drill team exercises, so we actually have groups of veterans who ride together. And um, they come together in a team atmosphere, and they actually perform and at the walk, the trot, the canter, and and work their horses together as a team. Um, they have performed um, in different places. In fact, just here the weekend before last, they uh, performed at the Midwest Horse Fair. We had uh, 14 veterans who rode in front of about 3,000 people. Wow. on eight of our therapy horses so at a, at a national event. So that was exciting. And then one of our newest aspects of, of what we do with our vets, and because we've been doing work with veterans for so long, since 2007, we have a lot of vets who return and, and want to further themselves with the horses and, and learning. They want to become instructors to help other veterans, and they want to become horse trainers. And so we're always trying to come up with innovative programs at Bravehearts of how we can, you know, further people's education about the horses. One of the aspects that we started recently is a cult starting, so really helping um, people understand what it means to start a young horse. And then um, we actually adopted four Mustangs um, from the Bureau of Land Management last year so they came in completely wild and really let our veterans really start to work with those horses. Everything from 
the first time they were touched to the first time those horses were a halter to the first time those horses were saddled, you know, all of those huge pieces of of developing the young horse, we were integrating with with some of our veterans and and letting them be a big part of that training process as well. It's such a fantastic program. I mean, we're just talking about one piece of it, too, working with veterans, and you have so many other populations you work with. I mean, it's yeah. I mean, we could go on and on and all about this, but you know, I'm 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 definitely um, so interested in in the educational piece because uh, I think that's for me as a psychologist learning more about the past certification. And I know I've talked to you about that, but the right. training involved and 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 again, the, everybody benefits from all of this. I think that's and of course, there's all opportunities for volunteers. I know that a lot of your programs and. There's, so people can truly, I mean, there's so much people can do. They can give their time, their talents, and their treasures to really help you. Mm-hmm. But, but I think the important thing to know is that there really are these wonderful programs out there like Bravehearts, who you're one of the largest in the country, that really provide uh, the hippotherapy as well as the therapeutic riding for so many populations and so many people are benefiting. So. You know, Megan, where can they find more about you and, and this wonderful program and, and how they can, what they can do to help? Yeah. Our website is um, it's braveheartsriding.org, and it's B-R-A-V-E-H-E-A-R-T-S, riding, R-I-D-I-N-G.org. And you can, or you can Google Bravehearts Therapeutic Riding, um, and we should pop right up. We're in Illinois. We have two different farms. And as I mentioned earlier, we're a 501c3 comprehensive program that services a multitude of people from children in early intervention that are receiving hippotherapy at the age of two on up to people in hospice. Um, we have a very complete program that offers a multitude of, of programs People can help, as you mentioned, as far as volunteers. It takes about 130 volunteer spots a week that we have at Bravehearts. People come out and they do everything from lead our therapy horses to sidewalk with our participants. They clean tack, they sweep barns, they feed horses, they muck stalls. Our volunteers are the core and the heart of Bravehearts. They are amazing, and it's so wonderful to hear that our that our volunteers get so much from from the programs as well from getting to work with them firsthand. If if you're not near Bravehearts, you can also check out the PATH website, which is the Professional Association for Therapeutic Horsemanship, and you can go on that website and find a center and click on your state and find a center that's closer to you if you're interested in directly volunteering. Programs like Bravehearts, we only exist because of very generous um, people, uh, donors who make our programs happen. Our our programs take so many moving parts to make them happen. Um, We need therapy horses and we need staff and we have all kinds of administration needs as well as, as insurance and there's so much to running a brand like Bravehearts. Our donors, our fundraisers, our grants, um, they're a huge part in allowing what we are able to do to service people in so many um, different um, areas of their life in need. And so if you are interested in donating to Bravehearts, um, you can click on 
our website. We have different places for donors. If you're interested in sponsoring a horse or if you're interested in becoming a reoccurring sponsor, we have electronic newsletters and we have um, special events and, and that we um, make our, our donors most aware of. But we would love to have your support and your interest. And if you just want to find out more about Braveheart, definitely check out our website or give us a call or, or shoot us an email and we will help you in any way that we can. Well, you, you can be assured, uh, Megan, that we'll get a link on, on our websites and, and of course, uh, my great love of horses and my and my true interest in people helping one another and now animals helping each other and I mean it's just it's such a wonderful win-win program and and anyone who gets involved in in this program uh, is going to definitely be so so uh, changed forever. Horses have changed my life forever for such a good and and. Uh, if I can find another way to help you all, I mean, we're all about helping to promote you as well. So we, we'll get a link on our Thank website. Thank you so much. Yeah. If there's things that come up that you, that you want us to know about that we can help promote and and help promote what you're doing, that's what it's about. Uh, as I said, you know, I I, I want to meet you personally again, and I want to come out and see your program. So. Uh, I, I want you, you and I to stay. We're we're already soul sisters, and we're sisters of a of a different mother. But I mean, I think that's what's gonna gonna be exciting is because uh, my my love of what you're doing is just gonna grow. There's no doubt about it. So you've got well, me. Thank you had you. me at a thank low. You. So. <laughs> <laughs> thank you so much, and and I appreciate you helping us get the word on it. And you know, obviously, when you understand firsthand as far as you know how fulfilling and how much horses can do for for you and how much horses have done for me and then you can only imagine what horses can do for others i mean it truly is incredibly rewarding and inspiring and the stories that i'm blessed to hear and and the people i get to meet um who have been touched and forever changed because of a horse it's something you never forget yeah it's a it's a community of people and and animals that that come together in such a positive way and connect us all uh, in such a su such a unique and beautiful way too so megan congratulations and, and thank you, thank you and, thank, so and thank you for what you're doing thank you for what oh, you're doing for thank so you many so people. much so we, remember this is you know we we want to thank you and, and all the people and volunteers that are out there helping so many people Absolutely. But, uh, I'm going to get involved with Pat. There's no doubt about it, and we're going to uh, we're going to promote your program. So uh, we great. I think, I think you and I just need to stay in touch on a regular basis. And if something's coming up, you let me know. That sounds super. Thank you so much for this opportunity for Bravehearts. We really appreciate it. You are so very very welcome. And I just know we'll be in contact, and and we'll just keep uh, keep working on this. <laughs>